Tune out with Nevia by Moen, the spa shower that offers double the coverage using about half the water, making it look, sound, and feel totally different. Learn more at moen.com slash Nebbia. Hey guys, welcome back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. And uh, this is another Patreon review for yes! Stephen Moore. To reach that upper level, your mind, body, and heart must be one. Do, 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 do. It's a sacrifice. This one's for Stephen Moore, dude. You've been with us for a long fucking time. We really appreciate you. And you picked some badass movies. This week we have The Curse of Michael Myers. Uh, the Burning. The Burning. The Burning. Much like what would happen the morning after you got home with a strange hooker at 3 o'clock in the morning from a bar and you peed. It's burning the and burning. burning and I have returned. So The Burning. Now this is really weird because it was written by... I told you not to call me when we were filming, Mom. Show enough. <laughs> what do you oh. want, you winch? Yeah, we're just turned on the camera. I'm on camera right now. Wow, yeah. So, The Burning. Um, this, it's, this is really weird. It's really fucked up. Um, but Harvey Weinstein wrote this. This is one of the films that started his career. And if you all know the whole Harvey Weinstein. He's the most morally perfect man I've ever seen. In this movie, it's very strange that that happened to be the movie that broke him into filmmaking or being a producer because, uh, and I like I said, he wrote it, because there's a whole lot of pushy guys trying to get camp ladies to have the sexes. Yeah, and they're like really hardcore about it. He's like, yeah. come on, you know you want it. You, you know promised. you want me to give it to you. You promised, April. And then she was like, I don't, I'm not feeling good. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Shit. That one like, dude, that one dude was so fucking creepy, man. There's just one guy that's like got blonde hair and he's like a big dude. He is so pushy. G Glazer. God. Glazer. He looks like Dennis Leary had sex with Woody Harrelson and fucking <laughs> had sex with Mark Wahlberg on the side. He looked like if Triple H had ever got a wrestling career. It's, it's straight up Friday the 13th ripoff, but there that is in question because uh, Tom Savini said this, and I don't know if he's just going off of what Harvey Weinstein said, but Harvey Weinstein said that he wrote this long before Friday the 13th actually came out. So oh. that's, I don't know if that's true that's or not. That's conjecture. Who gives a shit? It's, it's not, castles. we will not be accepting Judge Judy's court. There's a lot of Judge Judy's court going court on. Court so basically the idea of the whole movie is that there's a caretaker, the very beginning of the movie, all these kids are gathered around whispering, talking about G.I. Joe underwear, or whatever they do at camps. And then they're like, we're going to get back at fucking Cropsy, the piece of shit. We're going to make this prank and he's going to whatever. So they take a burning skull from the collection of Anton LaVey's. Jason's mom. It was Anton LaVey's uh, book holder. And they, they, they place it in the caretaker's room because apparently the caretaker, Cropsy, is a really big asshole or whatever to all the kids at the, at the uh, camp. Wake him up, and then he somehow reacts very badly. Probably like Steven Spielberg reacted when he saw the reviews coming in for Indiana Jones of the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. He's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Knocks it on his bed, burns alive, goes to a, a hospital ward. Which, by the way, the hospital is the most unprofessional staff I've ever seen in my life. I like that guy. Yeah, I know, but it was hilarious. But it was like, I, see I don't, some shit, man. I don't really think that's gonna work. He's like, "This motherfucker's burned beyond anything I've ever seen." I would rather be dead when he's going to the burn unit. But anyway, so what happens is, is Cropsy gets burned alive. Like, it goes bad, the praying. Five years go by, he is released, psychologically damaged beyond fucking belief, and burned head to toe 
with the desire to dance. No, <laughs> uh, but, but Barton had to go. loose. Yeah. Uh, and and the first thing he does as he, as he's released from the hospital, go get a hooker because it's been five years. Oh, yeah. I gotta get my dick wet. Oh, yeah. I was gonna put my dick up in it. <laughs> and uh, my erection selection. The, and he, you know, the hooker takes him upstairs. He stays in the She's shadow. Ugly as fuck she too. was, but you know, it's a hoe. I hope that so, was cheap. You know, it, it was. It was Courtney Love. And so uh, that was a Black Friday. Uh, shit, Kurt Cobain. It was all that was left. I got here late. No How more door. Drunk were you? But uh, he takes her upstairs, or he goes upstairs with her, and he, and he proceeds to kill her after him. And after he takes his, you know, after she sees. His face. Now that kills scene, her though. The scene was pretty dope. Yeah. I, the, the effects that they use, like the, taking the, sh the scissors and like shoving in her gut, going, and good. I like to watch the fucking road rules. Do you want to make cutouts? Do you want to watch Survivor with me? Oh, oh god. But, but it was, dude, it was good. And Tom Savini did the effects on this, it was, so it was you gnarly. know that shit's it was good. Gnarly. He actually turned down Friday the 13th Part 2 to do the effects for this movie. But yeah, when he sticks that knife in and he's just turning it and burning it, he's like, <laughs> wiggle, 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 I was like, take it out! <laughs> but yeah, flush it out. That was a good scene. And not, dude, the, the, the way this movie starts is so much more filmmaky and like well made than the rest of the film. Because yeah. I don't know what happened, but the way it started, man, um, when, when they're in the hospital and they're wheeling him down, and like you can hear the therapist talking and the doctors, and they're like, now try not to hate those fucking kids. And you can hear everybody's voices talking about how fucked up and burned he is. And when he's wheeling him down there, and then you see him walk in the streets when he gets released, it's really like well made, like the film making qualities like high up there the movie starts off so fucking well and i'm like now we're gonna get ready to party with our dicks out but then you got to put your dick away it's like no there are rules here mm. um because they go to when, once they get to the camp it's straight up the friday 13th type stuff you got that all, all these horny ass kids one of the kids it's fucking crazy it's the little bald dude from seinfeld jason alexander yeah yeah jason alexander's in this too that well it was jason alexander and then do, do you know the main chick she was from Bloodsport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelly. Fucking yeah. He's Kelly like, Mr. Suck Underwear. <laughs> He's like, you want, you want to go himself for me with an interview? No, I, I seen as an asshole. <laughs> what did you call me? <laughs> what did you call me? Why did you call me that? <laughs> <laughs> the Michael Metz chicks with bricks. Uh, but I hated her in Bloodsport because she almost ruined the whole fucking kumite for everyone. Yeah, but, you know, thank God of, of uh, little uh, dude in Bloodsport. He was like, forget about the girl. Forget about Ray Jackson. <laughs> Protect your nuts, guys. Uh, calm down, cheerleader. If you're gonna go, go with a smile. But yeah, so yeah, she's she's very bossy and in control uh, of the camp. And Todd, well, there's also this other kid, Glazer, which we mentioned, the Dennis Leary knockoff, Woody Harrelson dude, bully. He bullies uh, this kid named Alfred, and Alfred is all about peeping Tom shit and playing <laughs> pranks. Weird. But that guy, he looked really familiar, and I, I had to look him up on IMDb. He, he was in Police Academy. I thought and that's it was Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, he looks like Adam Sandler's <laughs> uncle. But, I mean, he he, uh, he was in Police Academy as one of the recruits, I think. Oh. And, uh, or no, he was uh, maybe in, and then he was in Police Academy 3. Uh-huh. Or, or 4, Citizens on Patrol. What? Fucking fascinating! Yeah, it was great. It was so good. Uh, but was he Mahoney? No, Mahoney was Steve Gutenberg's stupid fuck. Mahoney rules. But um, <laughs> he was a peeping tom, and and he's he's bullied or whatever. And Todd, which is the the uh, boys' counselor, is like, I know what it's like to be bullied. I was like, No, you don't. You look like an all-American fucking Abercrombie. <laughs> and but you know, every time that guy talked, I gotta admit, I, every time he talked, every time he was in like the scene and he was talking about what we're gonna do, I felt like. I don't know, G.I. Joe! Like, he just had like <laughs> yeah. this thing about him, and I'm like, you could have been a young Captain and he America. He looked like he wanted to be MacGyver's replacement. 
That's exactly what he fucking looked like. He was just so Ronnie Paper Towns. And you, you know, I knew I gave for spoiler alert for people, but I knew as soon as he fucking started talking to that kid about being bullied, I was like, oh, you're one of the ones that set Cropsy on fire. Which, by the way, Cropsy's a tale that goes back a while. There's a whole documentary about that and shit. Which, which this movie isn't mentioning it, but the Cropsy killer. Uh, that's an old campfire tale that's been around for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, dude, uh, Jason Alexander though, I really liked his character in this. Like he's so he's completely opposite of the dude in Seinfeld. Yeah, completely opposite. And he's like he's the guy that can get you condoms even though they're not lubricated like you asked for. <laughs> but he's the guy that can get you weed or whatever it is you want on the uh, on the camp. And he's like the cool kid. But he was probably my favorite character. The whole he was thing. great. Yeah. Like I was like I want to see Jason Al- young Jason Alexander do more shit. You know, despite this movie having a lot of cheesy corny elements into it, I found it pretty enjoyable just because the acting was pretty decent. Like, I didn't mind the acting. And they had a lot of good casts. I mean, a lot of these characters were played by actors that that knew how to fucking lay it down. And uh, Jason Alexander being one of them. Yeah. uh, The girl from Bloodsport, I can't remember her name, and the guy from the, the Police Academy series. So they had... They weren't like, you know, Brad Pitt level Academy Award, but they were still good enough to get you in the story. And as far as the way it goes is that Cropsey, after he kills this hooker, the idea is that he's going to go and revisit the camp. I mean, like, yeah, you can see this plot coming from a mile away. He's going to go re- revisit the camp and, and, you know, enact his vengeance on all the cam- uh, counselors or kids or whatever. And that's essentially what happens. And he does it with um, um, shears. Shears. These big shears. Clip my hedges, it's, bitch! It's a great murder weapon of choice, and I really liked it. And it's funny because the director got so mad because I mean, nobody could lift the shears to make the kills look real. So a lot of the kills are actually done by the director of the movie. But when they, when they, when they show up at the camp, it's kind of cool because they're playing baseball and like Bobby's character, he comes up and I think a lot of these people are from New York, so there's a lot of like, Bobby was. There's, a, there's a cool attitude around a lot of these kids, minus the rapey guys, uh, which Bobby was one of the rapey kids, but he walks up and he's looking at this girl and she's bent over and he walks up to Jason Alexander he's like, you see that? He was like, I want that. He was like, you don't have to gift wrap it. He's like, you don't have to send it from Amazon. He's like, he didn't say that, but he was like, I want it. And then Jason Alexander's like, okay, Mr. Smooth. In 1981, it was so different though, because he like wrapped his arm around and he's like, I'm going to put my dick in that. Like, God, stop. Get off me! What are you doing? Way too much. Be cooler. Wait, yeah. Points off for all the all the fucking uh, like. I guess I don't know if in the seventies, eighties, it was that way. This is nineteen eighty one. I don't know if it was it was just that way. But points off for all the forceful fucking. The dudes in this are so rapey, as we mentioned. It's weird that it's very, 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 very. It did not age well with the Harvey Weinstein situation. No, it didn't didn't really work out. But you know, either way, it does follow the same path and vein of all the Friday the Thirteenth films, as far as like they eventually separate themselves from the main uh, camp and they go down the river to have like a kumbaya moment and that's where Cropsey starts really striking. Great setting, by the way, because they 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 take their they take their fucking canoes and they go off to this little fucking island where you can only get there by canoe. And then when Cropsey shows up and starts finally fucking starts killing people, those scenes were badass. Though. Like when, yeah. he, when he when he jumps out of there like fucking Delta Force and Chuck Norris is like <laughs> yeah. The, the raft is full, you know, coming up on one of the lost canoes, and he jumps out of that shit like Bruce Lee and fucking <laughs> chops shit up. And Edward Scissorhands everybody with his shears. It's fucking garden shears. <laughs> I mean, it's a deadly weapon. It's a good weapon against hedges that are overgrown. But I mean, never did I like, think that that was going to be something used. But I love the weapon. There were two scenes. You don't like it? That, no, I, I mean, there's so many better weapons. I mean, there's machetes, there's like- bow and arrows, there's like fucking, I don't know, there's a goddamn. Made for a great movie, but. Chain ball with thing. The fucking, they, everybody sees. It made. This movie has great. Uh, I would. Art. Just, I would just be like, if I saw if I saw a movie poster with like a fucking like shears, I'd be like, clip my lawn. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like but I, okay. So anyway, he jumps out of the boat or the canoe, and he the two scenes I like the, the best in the in that one because he slaughters them all is he chops off that one kid's fucking fingers, and he's like, ah, like it, it looked like. <laughs> 
I mean, it, it didn't look amazing. That guy's in a bunch of movies, by the way. Yeah, it looked cool, though. Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, Woodstock. I can't think of his name. I'm not a human fucking IMDb. Yeah, but Woodstock and the girl, there's a girl in it that, that played the uh, senator in Batman vs. Superman, the one that talks like this. She's uh, she's just like an extra in the movie. But, but it's, yeah, like three people's first movies. Uh, there was the that kid, Jason Alexander, and uh, Holly Hunter is her name. Yeah. Somewhere in the distance, I cared. <laughs> but no, I hope you get in a car wreck on your way home. I hope you get chlamydia. So what I was, was going to say is the other scene that happens right after he gets, you know, his three fingers sliced off is the, the, I don't know why I thought it was a cooler scene. Like I mean, he does a lot of cool things, but he slices this one girl right across her fucking temple, and you see it slid open. Oh, it's good. And I'm like, wow. I like some Skittles. That's that Savini sandwich. They look good though. I mean, that like again, if anything is running for this film, like like badass is the fact that the effects are done really really well and it looks really good yeah but then after you know after the rap scene there's a couple more cool kills you know i just i think that fucking garden hedges are a great tool for for kills and it kills a couple more people there's there's a whole lot more like just just like nothing that happens where the movie really hits a fucking halt is after the killing start and you're like okay here we go fucking strap in jim oh, you're yeah. ready for it you're fucking ready for it uh and then nothing happens for a long fucking time um it, it gets this point in the movie where he's chasing the weird kid, which I guess the kid was supposed to be red herring. I guess that's why he was so creepy and always hanging around. Um, but they get to this point and, and, and he's chasing the weird kid around and it seems like he chases him around for seven fucking years. Like, seriously. My kids have graduated high school by the time this guy shows up. And they have a great moment where the kid's standing on, on, a, on a rock where he's leaned up against a rock and Cropsy's behind him and the shears and I'm like, oh, drop it. like, like uh, Drop it like it's hot. Drop drop, drop it like it's hot. The thing that they did in uh, uh, American Psycho when, he's, when he drops oh, yeah. the chainsaw, he's like, ah! Oh, yes. Do that, but he didn't, and then you, you watch him just run around rocks for 20 fucking minutes, and the camera's so close to their face, you can't even tell where they are, so there's no uh, there's no suspense. Just bad camera work on that part, but when it finally comes to head, and they find him, and they end up in this mine shaft or whatever, Cropsy, for the first time, you see his face, like the last six minutes of the movie, and he's like, <laughs> he's got that ooey gooey <laughs> and fucking, like, he's like, he looks like the fucking fish guy from uh, uh, Futurama. The he, guy's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. he kind of looks like, yeah, he does. Uh, scientist, yeah. or he looks like a, a, a Cenobite or something. Like his face is all folded over and he's kind of fucked up looking. And I'm like, looks cool though. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> creams and salad. <laughs> now originally that they, they had him in the movie. It's never more. gonna stop. It's never gonna heal if you don't stop picking. <laughs> they had him in the movie more originally, but the director decided to take him out because he didn't want to show him too much. Probably a good idea because it does look kind of weird. But the effects, the practical effects are great. The kills are great. The gore is great. Tom Savini, I, I don't think that we. Will ever truly appreciate Savini as much as he should because he took movies that uh, otherwise would have been forgotten, just whatever movies. And I'm not saying this one would have been, but the gore that he adds to him and, and, the, and the, 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 the special that he brings to the kills just make a world of difference in horror. The, the entire genre of horror would not have been the same without Tom Savini. Yeah. And he has abs at like 78 years old. It's I fucking know, he, weird. He is amazing. Uh, but I don't think, you know, despite everything he's done and as much that he has contributed to the uh, genre of horror with his effects and what he's done over the years. Uh, even his directing with, uh, I think he directed Night of the Living Dead. The remake, the yeah. Remake, yeah. Um, the remake, yeah. It will never, ever, ever top, ever, the greatest performance an American has ever done in their life. Talking about Dick Gun? Sex Machine. Yeah. From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, he had a dick. Come on, Sex Machine! His gun was a dick. I loved it. No, but <laughs> I anyway. hope that the heat guy. <laughs> I, got, I got guys coming to fix the heater, and I'm pretty sure I just heard something at the door. <laughs> I hope that he, all he heard was, Come on, Sex Machine! I'll be like, if you want my body <laughs> oh, and you... My front porch right now, some guy's like, all right, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Uh, hey, I heard your heat is broken. <laughs> There's heat down There's here. There's no sex jokes. Uh, but yeah, so... 
Overall, I'm gonna give the movie a 5.0. It was all right. Like, I, I don't think it's like, it's all right. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not like the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. I want to not watch it again for a little bit. <laughs> I want to shut down the engines, cool off, and go watch Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street. But for a great value brand, <laughs> it feels like if you're getting, you know, your mom didn't buy you Pop-Tarts, she bought you the great value brand called Tart Pops. Yeah. And you're like, hey, it's kind of like uh, my mom, she bought the, I don't know why the fuck, dude, I, I swear to God these are real. You know there's, there's Oreos, right? Yeah. Mom, dude, my mom bought, she bought these Oreo knockoffs called Cream Betweens. <laughs> cream Betweens. Do you want to buy Cream Betweens? Uh, but it really was called Cream Betweens. And my brother was like, dude, mom bought Cream Betweens. <laughs> yes. But that's what it's like. It's like eating uh, a generic knockoff candy or, or something or a, or a breakfast treat. A little but it's bit. still fun. It's just, it's not the same. I give it a six. I give it a six even though, because eight, like, like you said, the actors and the camp counselors were all like they all had like heightened personalities. I'll say yeah. that like every single one of them was actually kind of interesting to watch what they're gonna do cream or say twins. next. That's right, God, guys. That's real. That's a real name. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I, I really liked watching the actors do what they did for the most part. Um, and it, like it, it, it had some pretty funny moments in it. Uh, it. It's weird, man, because there's certain parts of this that are filmed really, really well. And I feel like this could have been an all-time classic. I mean, it's a classic slasher film. Yeah. But it could have been up there with some other films. Um, had the movie kept with the theme with with the filmmaking qualities that it had going in the beginning because it really had something going for it and then it, once they got to the camp it just all got lost um, but it wouldn't be one of those movies that they would they should never make sequels to I mean really I, I mean because you could you could but I mean at the very end of the movie there is a possible they leave it they open, leave it open yeah. but it's like come on man like he was just a dude don't look you're dead <laughs> shit I knew I shouldn't have fucking pulled that car from Uno. it's like the new Nikes like, don't look you're dead dunk that's why I go with Reebok you got posterized uh -huh. but um to me this is one of those movies that is absolutely screaming demons for a fucking remake a very sexual time thank you sir for recommending it i never had a greater time ever when thinking about you watching this put her in the old vibe. what no i didn't say that out loud i'm just saying 5.0 for me 6.0 for mine go check it out if you've never seen it and you know what <laughs> a little secret get it on youtube full free yes yeah, <laughs> go check that out watch i watched it, it the, in uh... blu-ray 6.5 quality oh, i am God. the master now I you're always sorry up. charles and there's always a speech but no one cares <laughs> i fucked up because I got so excited to see it on YouTube that I watched the shitty version. And uh, you know, I, as soon as I got done and like it goes back to the play screen, yeah. I saw Blu-ray today. I, I was like, motherfucker! I, I, I got snobby. I, I saw both. And I was like, that's fake. <laughs> and I started watching the fake one. I started watching the old version. And then I went back. I was like, I'm going to give it the chats. One time. And I clicked it. I was like, oh my God, it's real. Guys, Jonathan Moore, thank you so much, guys. If you want to get on the Patreon, the link is down below. We love your fucking faces. If you're new to the channel, click that subscribe button and get some goddamn wham opinion. Oh, shit. I'll tell you what about all these movies right now. I'm never going to camp. Never! Ever! Okay, I will. We watched a movie. Yeah. We watched a movie. We watched it. We watched a movie.